This is the Everything Weight Loss Podcast with Shari Ware, where we talk about everything, all things, anything to do with weight loss, health, and wellness. So today we're talking to Ali Huang, who is a natural health practitioner in traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture. She's an NLP health and wellness coach and has also been a beauty therapist for nearly 20 years. She has a passion to help others achieve optimal health and wellness. She's interested in reversing aging, longevity, and women's health. Her approach to healing and health is using holistic techniques that combine treating mind, body, and spirit to achieve our best health while looking younger. I love everything about that. Uh, First of all, welcome Ellie to the podcast. Thank you, Shari, for having me. Thank you. And so first of all, I'm going to ask you, you've got a few things there um, and it's all around health and wellness. Why? What got you into into that and why, why do you do what you do basically? Yes, yeah, so look, growing up with my father, who is also a natural health practitioner, I got to see firsthand from itty bitty, you know, I was never given any Nurofen or anything as a child. So growing up and I was sick, I only got all natural remedies, you know, Chinese herbs, you know, Manuka honey and all that lemon when I was sick. So I rarely took a Panadol or Nurofen growing up. So as I got older, you know, helping him out in the clinic. So when I was old enough, probably dragged me when I was a teenager to help him do reception work and all that. I really got to see firsthand, you know, following clients from week to week, you know, just seeing a massive difference in their shift in their own health by just switching to, you know, better lifestyle, you know, following, you know, just allowing the body to heal and just looking at alternative therapies when they've tried other things and it hasn't worked for them. But my main interest is basically in skin and um, makeup. Even from a young age, I had, you know, I had a group of friends in high school. We were all into makeup. We all wanted to look older. I think when you're 15, you want to look 30. And when you're like 40, you want to look 20. So, you know, it's funny stages in our lives. Yeah. So that, that time during my teenage years, you know, obsessed with skincare and makeup. And, you know, I was known for carrying all these like things in my bag that helped us look younger, you know, from blotting papers at the time and lip balm. You know, everyone came to me in school. They knew I was like this beauty guru, even at 15. So seeing my dad just in his clinic and treating a lot of people, my interest was in skin. And I loved seeing the improvements when he was looking after clients with eczema, psoriasis, you know, acne, you know, all the things that people are uncomfortable because it's what you see on the outside. You know, chronic disease, you don't see it, but skin is the first thing you notice, you know, with your face, you know, when people have acne or growing up in high school, you know, used to get teased and be called pizza face. And it's like a, you know, hit to the self-esteem. So my passion was, you know, how can we keep our skin looking beautiful? Because we only get one skin. It's the biggest organ in our body. And so my obsession started when I was about 15, 16, into basically skin and beauty and everything natural about that. Wow. So you're definitely the person to go to. So (laughs) I'm going to ask you now then, and you've already touched on it, but if I was to ask you what, would be your superpower what would you in one sentence what would you say that is i'd love to take 10 years off people's you know people's face and help them look 10 years younger and feel healthier that would be my more than 10 years i'd love to do 15 or 20 years if i could but yeah my superpower is to help people look their best and feel their best awesome wonderful all right so going further along that 
you've been a beauty therapist for nearly 20 years. You've been in the Chinese medicine and acupuncture. You've been around it for your whole life. What would be the biggest mistakes that you've seen people make when it comes to the health and wellness and in particular around the aging? Mm. So I say there's a couple of, you know, a couple of things that I see people not doing or prioritizing, but basically the number one thing I would say at the moment is not prioritizing sleep. Sleep would be at the top of my list because when we sleep, we look younger, we feel healthier, you know, we're more rejuvenated. And when we sleep, our body gets to relax and rejuvenate. So when we're not prioritizing sleep, we're so busy on our phones all the time. You know, we don't ever put it down. We don't even give it a rest. You know, if you look at the number of times you pick up your phone and, you know, how much you spend on it, you know, that can eat into our sleep. You know, people are late into the night on their phones and they're not really thinking, okay, it's rest time. I've got to turn off my phone, let the body relax and go into a sort of sleep pattern. You know, we can't just switch off straight away. We need to kind of go into routine. It's the same with kids. You know, I've got two little ones and to get them into their sleep routine, it takes a little bit of a buildup. You know, it starts at five o'clock for them to go to sleep at 8.30. So even as adults, we can't expect to just put our phones down after like five minutes or even a minute and then be able to switch off and go to sleep. So when we're not getting that restorative sleep for the full seven and a half, eight hours, you know, when you don't have a good night's sleep, you wake up the next day and you look 10 years older, you know, you're, you're just grumpy all day. So the number one priority I think that most people are not doing is basically prioritizing their sleep as, at, at the, as the number one thing. And that would really help both our health because our immune system will be a lot better. You know, with everything that's going on this year, we really have to make sure our immune system is working optimally. Awesome. But also we just look so much more better. Like when you've had a great night's sleep, you wake up so refreshed and you even notice yourself like your skin's better. You know, you just feel much more, you know, much more better inside and you glow. You know, people can tell you've had a good night's sleep, whereas one night of bad sleep, they say it could take weeks to make up for, for just that one night of, of bad sleep. Definitely. So, uh, I did, a, I did an, a podcast episode, a very short one, on um, some of the negative and positives around sleep. Uh, so I will put the link to that in the show notes for anybody who wants to hear a bit more about that. But definitely 100% correct. And it's... Um, good to see it or hear it from the angle of the aging aspect as well mm. um, that you deal with so well in your work that you do so if that's the biggest thing that you feel uh, people aren't doing or prioritizing what would be the steps that they need to take for the best health and wellness around aging and what would be one action step that they could take immediately after listening to this episode if they said that's it yep this is something i need to do uh, or something that i want to do what's one thing they can do straight away so another thing just um touching back on sleep you know also issues if you're not having trouble if you're having trouble sleeping you've got to look at what the reasons are around that and i'm sure in your show notes or when you've done your last podcast but just going quickly like stress is a big thing and also eating better you know if we eat better as well and we are de-stressing so we're relaxed going into bed we get that good restorative sleep so there's a lot of aspects that will help us sleep better so food is one of them um exercise is another and also de-stressing so looking after all all of those aspects will lead to better sleep and all of it sort of plays a part you know they're all interlinked you know if you sleep better you know you can exercise and de-stress and all of that sort of all those sort of things all kind of tie in 
the, the number one thing I'd say is basically to treat your body with love and respect. You know, a lot of people don't realize that your body is self-healing, you know, and in, you know, uh, alternative medicine and just anything, we know that your body is always working really hard to make sure that you are healthy, that you um, you do keep rejuvenating and it tries to keep you in optimal health. Like that's a function of the body to always try to keep you healthy. It does, it's best to really try to, to um, keep you healthy, keep you looking younger, but it can only do so much. So over time, you know, when you abuse the liver, you, you know, um, put the wrong things in, uh, you're eating the wrong things, you know, your body starts to shut down. So your body can go along, um, it's like a car, you know, your body can go along so much with, you know, petrol. As soon as your petrol tank becomes empty, things start falling to parts. So I'd say, look, the best thing you can do is really treat your body with love and respect and understand that whatever you're eating and doing, ask yourself, look, does this serve my body in the the best way is this going to keep me healthy and keep me looking younger so that i can live an optimal long healthy life to 100 we don't want to live to 70 and be bedridden or be in you know pain for the last two decades of our life so i always say it's not about lifespan it's all about health span so it's not the number of years you're alive it's how much we can live being optimal and being healthy and being young and fit you know instead of being, you know, people think as we get older and we age that we're going to be in pain and we're going to be bedridden and have chronic illness. We shouldn't be thinking that. We should be thinking as we age, we're going to, you know, keep, you know, keep that youthfulness and keep that, you know, keep being fit and doing all the things we love to do, you know, play with grandchildren and, and all that in your, in your later years. So we want to be able to make sure we're doing all those things to keep our body running for as healthy and for as long as we can optimally. So what you're saying is it's more about uh, quality, not quantity. And just because people feel or, or believe that as we age, things are going to get harder, it doesn't mean that it has to be as hard as what some people may believe it is. Depending on what we do now, you know, I'm 45. So depending on what I do now, um, I guess what I'm hearing you say is that I can make my ageing a lot easier um, depending on the, the lifestyle choices that I'm making now and as I go along. Oh, definitely. You know, they say we do all our aging in from puberty to menopause. So from that time and then after menopause, it's basically the side effects or the effects of what we've done in those three, four decades that we're really looking after ourselves. So we really want to take our prime time, you know, from our 20s to our, our 50s, you know, or even late 40s to basically, you know, really look after our body so that it serves us for the second half of our life instead of trying to play catch up and then trying to, you know, they always say the saying is like prevention is better than cure. And it definitely is because if we can do all those things as preventative measures, to keep our body working its best it can, which is what it tries to do all the time, then it won't let us down basically. But if we're not doing the best we can to help it, then yeah, it will let us down later. So we really want to, yeah, just give it all our best and, you know, really whatever you're doing, think about it and just go, look, is this going to be the best for me and for my long-term health? Okay. So say somebody wants to make uh take an action step straight away they want to put something in place and it takes time to create new habits what would be one thing that would give that you would say if they're not already doing is going to give them the biggest bang for their buck so i'd start small i'd say the number one thing um which actually if you're looking at aging the number one thing that ages us and causes chronic um chronic illness would be uh, sugar sugar is what they call like an inflammaging it's inflammation as well as aging. So it's a big thing for our body. So I would say the number one thing is we don't realize just how much sugar 
we're actually consuming every day. You know, the World Health Organization says we only need around six teaspoons of sugar. But in most cases, we're having anywhere between 30 to 40 grams. So the number one thing is if you want to start looking better, feel healthier and avoid chronic illness, really minimize your sugar and start reading the labels really carefully. Start really, you know, looking after that you're not eating anything that's going to inflame your body to cause any sort of long-term damage. So yeah, sugar does um, age us a lot as well as, you know, lead to, to more chronic illness as well. Okay, so that's a really good place to start because that actually um, helps a whole host of things just with that, focusing on that one thing as the starting point. So awesome. Mm. So um, how do you help people? What kind of people come to you um, generally and how do you help them? So I see a lot of women basically between 30 and 50. So my work is, um, you know, I love working around skin, anything to do with skin because of my background as a beauty therapist uh, and also treating, you know, female hormones and helping with um, balancing our hormones as well, because that can be one thing that can cause a lot of issues with our health, with aging. So as we're reaching perimenopause or even after menopause, the effects of hormone disruption and, and all of that can really play a part on basically our stress levels, our sleep um you know on our hormones so yeah a lot of the the women i see is basically between 30 and 60 and so yeah anywhere from helping them with their skin um you know with lifestyle tips diet tips we go through specific uh diet and lifestyle um, plan for them individually. We go through what are they eating, what they could introduce. So everyone's a little bit different. We all have different constitutions and what works well for one person may not work well for others. So we really sort of look at um, a whole host of different things and what is going on in their system and how we can basically optimize their health and, um, you know, move them towards their health goals and, and help them get motivated to basically, yeah, reach optimal health, whether it be, you know, assisting them with weight loss or with getting their hormones back in check. But yeah, we do that quite thoroughly with like a background um, into what they're currently doing and what things we can introduce and help them with. Okay. And so if you were to have a specific, would you, do you feel a, a lot of your clients come to you uh, for skin issues? So the eczema and the psoriasis and things like that, is that something that triggers them to think, oh, okay, I've got an issue that I need to deal with and I want to deal with it holistically? Is that some of the clients that you see? Yeah, that's a, a proportion because that's my passion and, I, and, you know, sort of one thing leads to another. And I think with skin, people get tired of, you know, having that eczema or having, you know, that effect their lifestyle could be, you know, just uncomfortable, you know, even in kids as well as in adults. Or it could be, you know, acne that the fact that, you know, they're not feeling good with their self-esteem or they go through hormonal changes or period changes with women and it starts affecting them, you know, they may get adult acne. So yeah, they, they may see me because my passion is, um, yeah, around uh, skin and women's health. So yeah, a whole host of different things. So yeah, but majority it has to do with, yeah, perhaps, um, you know, sort of uh, more skin as well as um, hormones. Awesome. Okay. So... If somebody's listening or watching this episode, what would be the one thing that you want them to walk away with knowing? The one big thing. I would like people to know if they're not already, and I think we hear it all the time, but water is your best friend. Water is amazing for skin. And I just can't say it enough. You know, in my intake form, I always ask people how much water they drink. 
And you'd be surprised, you know, we all hear it. Oh, it's got to be eight glasses a day. But people don't realize that we're also having coffee and tea and, you know, energy drinks and alcohol and all those sort of things, which aren't great for us, you know, everything in moderation. So I would say the one thing that you take away is I would always start my morning with a big cup of lemon water and make sure we stay hydrated. You know, when we drink um, a good amount of water, and I would say if you're around a 50 kilo person, your average should be the two liters because it is by body weight. So, and if you're adding having any caffeine, whether it be a cup of coffee or a tea, you have to add another one to two cups on top because the people don't realize that it's actually a diuretic. So, you know, I've got some people that do love their caffeine and they may have three to four cups, which I definitely don't recommend. Look, I'd say one to two cups tops. Uh, but those who love their caffeine, you know, they're actually dehydrating their body. So more people that I see are chronically dehydrated. And I can't stress enough, and that can lead to a lot of problems, you know, in terms of um, our digestive system, as well as, you know, not helping the skin. So if we keep hydrated, especially with the warmer weather coming up, you know, it really helps to flush out the toxins as well as helping us, you know, stay hydrated, which is, you know, amazing for so much. Our whole body needs water. So, you know, our body is made up of 70 to 80% water. So I just find that most people these days don't drink nearly enough as they should. So that's my number one tip. If you're going to look younger, at least start with, you know, drinking and staying hydrated with plenty of water and add some lemon to it. It's amazing for your skin. Awesome. I um, have got a bit slack with adding, adding the lemon yeah. to my water. So thank you for that reminder and I will get onto that. I do drink a lot of water, so that's a good thing that we can always mm. improve. So thank you so much for joining us today. And um, I would love to see you talking about another subject on a, on a future episode. If that yeah, that'd be great. You. Awesome. Thank you for joining us and we'll see everybody on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Remember to check out the show notes and if you have any comments, feedback or suggestions, I'd love to hear them. If you've received value from this podcast, make sure to subscribe and I'd love you to rate and review the show. Have a fabulous day.